I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On today's show, we are going to talk oil and natural gas stocks. As a lad from Alaska, where most of America's oil comes from, oil companies and the oil industry are a known commodity to me, pun intended. My perception on the use of oil has changed over the years. I think we should and can find a more earth-friendly power source. But until then, there is just something to be said about the profit of oil companies and how they can help your portfolio financially. So if you're totally against big oil and natural gas, this is probably where you should turn off and maybe come back next week or heck, go back and listen to an older episode. I'm not an investor that thinks putting money into anything that makes you money, ethics aside, I don't believe in that. I am pretty choosy about how I make my investments. I do look into, you know, the harm that a company may be doing around the world. But particularly right now, I feel like as we're working towards green energy, I'm okay with oil and specifically natural gas. And if you are as well, keep listening. Because today we're going to dive into two oil stocks and how can they help diversify your portfolio because oil is down and should we be buying the dip? You're listening to My Millennial Investor, the show where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas, market trends, and income streams, so you don't have to. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. Let's get into it. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I'm a huge Warren Buffett fan. I just think the guy knows how to make money. I think he has proven that, and anytime he makes a big purchase for Berkshire Hathaway, I take notice. And I say, is this something that I should look at investing into my portfolio as well? And basically, when I'm asking myself that question, what I'm asking is, am I smarter than Warren Buffett? And typically, when I ask myself that question, I say, no, I'm not smarter than Warren Buffett. So then typically, I look and I do that thing that Warren Buffett did with his stock portfolio. Mr. Buffett made a big splash in 2022 when he purchased a lot, and I mean a lot, of a company called Occidental Petroleum, ticker symbol OXY. And then on his most recent 13F, which the 13F is a financial quarterly report that is required to be filed by all institutional investment managers if they have at least $100 million in assets under management. I do not, therefore I do not file 13F. But the 13F discloses the equity holdings and can provide insights into what the smart money is doing with the market. Anyway, so in that most recent 13F just a couple weeks ago, it was released and revealed that Warren Buffett made another large purchase of Oxy. For your particular information, since the first purchase that Warren made of Oxy, I have been dabbling in that stock as well. I'm not currently recommending that you buy Oxy, nor will I really currently recommend you buy anything because this is more of a due diligence show and you need to do your own diligence. I'm just giving you some ideas for you to look into. So I do not own any Oxy Petroleum. I do, however, have a few contracts with weekly cash secured puts. But we will talk more about cash secure puts later when we talk about how you can approach getting into Oxy or the other stock that we're going to talk about. Okay, disclosure aside, every time I start reading something that Warren Buffett has done, I take notice. 
And when I read something, like there's been some news lately, people are saying Warren Buffett has no interest in buying or controlling Occidental Petroleum Corporation. And then there are some articles about how Oxy is expensive and overpriced. It's almost as if no one saw Netflix or Tesla or any large number of high flyers in this rather expensive market. These stocks aren't getting cheaper anytime soon, despite a lot of fears to the contrary. Not long after stock stages a retreat, then Warren Buffett purchases more of Oxy. The price of Oxy falls, Warren Buffett buys more Oxy. The game has a long way to go. And as many people have forgotten, Mr. Buffett has permission to purchase up to 50% of the shares of the company. That is in the disclosures of purchase agreements. He's currently at 25%. He can purchase another 25%. I would call that a safety blanket for the rest of us. Yet it seems that the market appears to forget that the minute his particular purchases stop. Then there's also this part, that Warren Buffett has no interest in controlling the company. But Mr. Buffett never wants to control any company he owns. Therefore, the statement that he doesn't want to control it doesn't mean anything. Berkshire Hathaway has a model of being a decentralized investment firm. That means that companies run themselves and are in charge of things like succession and in planning. Warren Buffett has long stated that he is not interested in running any of these other companies. He only wants to run Berkshire and the purchases that Berkshire makes. He has never run a company that he has been acquired to run outside of one early mistake, and you can go look up clips from early Warren days that talk about why he doesn't want to run a company other than Berkshire Hathaway. He wants to find smart companies with smart management. They're going to make him a lot of money, and then he invests in those companies. What has been painfully obvious for a while, I believe, is that the stock can be purchased in the 50s. Right now, it is in the mid to high $50 per share price. So unless the price of oil moves significantly while I'm recording this podcast, you can get Oxy for in the 50s. Warren Buffett has an average of around $60 per share. So you can get a company that he owns 25% of on a discount compared to what Warren Buffett purchased it. And if you honestly believe that a recession is around the corner, you could make a bundle purchasing the way Warren does. Occidental, by the way, is also a significant producer of natural gas. Natural gas has had a lot to do in the green revolution. Both ethane and propane are raw materials for plastic, and among other things, they're prominent in all of the environmentally friendly materials. And so far, the quote-unquote green revolution has resulted in more of a natural gas push than anyone else has ever planned. Even now, Entero and others see natural gas as a source material for the rapidly growing green hydrogen market that has now passed into the law of the United States of America and is now looking at billions of dollars worth of subsidies and money going into green hydrogen and natural gas. Companies I follow, like Chart Industries Inc., report business for their equipment used for the gases, and they say things are booming. It is a similar story for oil demand. Oil demand is not really slowing down. It is instead growing. And if you look at the growing forecast for the decades to come, oil is going to be around. Oil is used in lubricants and in Green Revolution materials as well. So you can try to spin it as ExxonMobil is doing. They're trying to spin oil as a green friendly revolutionary material. I'm giggling because I don't think oil is green friendly, but we're still going to need oil for certain things. And whether they're you know, making petrol to drive our cars around, which is the obviously the main source of that. There are other diversified chemical business substances that oil companies are going to be able to extract. No one 
is going to be flying planes using solar panels or hydrogen anytime soon. However, I think hydrogen would be a good idea. So the bottom line is that Oxy has a bright future as an upstream producer. Occidental presented several growth projects. And of course, they've mentioned this quote-unquote all-important chemical division. People are hyping the chemical division right now. They're saying that it produces some badly needed raw materials for the growing plastics market that is essential to the green revolution. So they're kind of trying to tag on what ExxonMobil is saying. It's also developing other green materials that management hopes will be value-add enough to provide off the edge in case oil takes a dip. If you know anything about Buffett-style investing, you know that Mr. Buffett loves his dividend stocks. Realistically, looking at Oxy's dividend history in the past, getting to those super high levels of dividends is probably a few years away because they need to build up their cash flow. And that is probably the biggest deal that sways common stock price action. If the dividend is rising, we, need, we want to see the common stock action rising as well. And in a market that demands the return of capital, that capital is getting returned to basically preferred stock redemption and debt repayment. So shareholders are getting some of that value back. Occidental Petroleum Management clearly is trying to do their best work for promotional, getting their name out, letting them know that the fiscal year 2020, they're trying to say this is the base case of what shareholders should be expecting. And that is the bottom low scenario. Management has made progress. And last year, in fact, management made exceedingly good progress getting their name out to the point where Warren Buffett became interested and a shareholder. However, shareholders often want faster progress than large acquisitions can offer. Therefore, it is likely to take some years right now for all of the benefit of all of their current acquisitions to become apparent to the investors. Warren Buffett recently has said that the stock appears to be on a comeback trail. And he clearly believes that the comeback appears to have quite a bright future ahead of it. Because if you know anything about Warren, he doesn't do quick, short-term trades. He does long-term investments in companies that he believes in. However, all of the investors need to keep expecting that the stock is going in an upward direction. We need to keep in mind that Warren Buffett generally gives companies more time than the average investor. So if you are thinking about buying Oxy or if you own Oxy, have the patience of our sensei, Mr. Warren Buffett. Based on recent stock price action, the average investor gives Oxy like two minutes and Warren Buffett gives it a lot longer. Warren says that the sale of the stock is not going anywhere. He doesn't purchase stocks that don't go anywhere. That's his general rule. <laughs> Warren is buying stocks that he plans on seeing a formidable investment return as well as a high quality dividend. So Warren's patience, although very rare, is something I'm trying to learn. And therefore, I am looking at getting into and looking into investing into Occidental Petroleum as well as him. There's another oil stock and natural gas stock that I've been looking at and investing in. And, and I wouldn't say investing, I guess I've been trading and I might become a more long-term investor. I think investing is something you do for the long term. Trading is something you do short term. And that company is called Devon Energy, ticker symbol DVN. And after the break, I'm going to give you a little bit of history on DVN and then talk to you about how I'm trading it. And we'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, welcome back. So DVN, Devon Energy, is a similar story to Oxy. They're an oil company and a natural gas company. They're based in the United States. One of the things that it doesn't have is the Warren Buffett factor, which I do think is important. The fact that Warren Buffett owns 25% of Oxy and can own up to 50% of Oxy gives me a base floor of where I think Oxy could fall to. Like I don't think it's going to get below $40 per share. Devon Energy, however, is a slightly a risky trade. Devon has a very likable dividend, a very likable dividend, 9.16%. It's like almost in the watch out this might be too high dividend territory. But gosh, it'd be nice to get some stock appreciation and a 9.6, 9.16 dividend each year. Many analysts see Devon as a recession stock play. Devon Energy is one of the largest oil and gas companies in the United States and is what folks in the industry refer to as one of the, quote, majors. They say that because Devon is leading independent oil and natural gas exploration and they are a production company. They're kind of like an all-in-one where a lot of companies are just exploring and then they sell it off. Like Devon is a turnkey approach to oil and natural gas in the United States. The company is vertically integrated with entire divisions dedicated to midstream and marketing functions to complement its impressive production. So it's a one-stop shop. The marketing function of the company is responsible for the sale of its oil, its gas, and its natural gas. And the marketing vision not only helps with the sale of the products like ethane, propane, butane, and natural gas, but employees are also responsible for transportation, for storage, for processing, and for treating. So they're saving a lot of money by doing a lot of things in-house. They don't have to export. They don't have to lose off on profit uh, just by selling the crude. They can actually process it and turn it into the actual materials that we need. Devon Energy is one of the majors, and it does just about everything. And its balance sheet is one of the many reasons that Devon should be argued as one of the more valuable energy companies that you should be looking at if you're looking at a United States mid-cap energy stock. Because there is a reason that Devon delivered record financial results in 2022. They significantly outpaced their peers. Investors can be, and I am, actually bullish on the future of the company. And I looked up at a few different charts and analysts, and most analysts right now have Devon as a buy, including our friends over at Moomoo. I looked up on the Moomoo app, and it is currently a buy on the Moomoo app with their analyst projections. So if you're looking for energy and you're looking for a company that has it all, you're looking for a turnkey source, a producer of oil and of natural gas, Oxy and Devon, very similar companies. One has a Warren Buffett effect and one has a 9.16% dividend yield. So how am I trading these two? How am I making money? Well, per my usual, the last few years, I typically, when I want to get into a stock, if I can afford 100 shares, I start with a cash secured put. And if you don't know what a cash-secured put is, I have a whole episode devoted to cash-secured puts and to covered calls. So go back a few episodes and listen to those. So I've been selling weekly cash-secured puts on Devon and on Oxy. And that means I get a premium without even owning a stock. I try not to get assigned the stock, but if I do, I will own 100 shares. So I'm choosing a delta, which is also known as the risk value, between 15 and 25%. That means there's a 15 
or 25% chance that I will get assigned the stock at the end of the week. Here's an example. Last week, I sold a cash-secured put in Oxy with a risk of 21%. So there was a 21% chance that I would get assigned and have to purchase 100 shares of Oxy. The premium paid me for that one-week contract was $37 per contract. I had to secure 5700 American dollars with my broker for those seven days. And after the seven days, the price did not fall to my $57 strike price. So my $5,700 was free again, and I was able to sell another cash-secured put for the next week to generate more premium. So I was paid $37 divided by $5,700 equals .0065. Multiply that by 52 because you can do this 52 times a year. And your annualized return, or my annualized return, on that $37 premium is 33.75% per year. That ain't bad. So if I'm risking $5,700 of capital, I can expect a return of $1,924 on the year. That was a real-life example of something that I did last week, and I'm currently in that position as well right now. On DVN, in March, I sold a cash-secured put on DVN for $44 per contract. I did two contracts, and I was paid $88. Yeah, 44 times 2. That's what the math turns out to be. Anyway, I was on the hook to buy 200 shares of DVN at $51, and guess what? Oil went down while I was in those contracts for that week, so now I do own $200 of DVON at $51 per share. Since that time, I have been eligible for the dividend paying 9% per year, and I've been selling covered calls each week to generate premium on my stock. So now each week, instead of selling a cash-secured put, I do the opposite and I sell a covered call. I sell the covered call around $52 per share, so that way if the stock goes back up to the $51, i will make a little bit of weekly premium as well as $1 per share on the sale of my stock. And last week, on that particular arrangement I just talked about, the $52 covered call, I was paid $32 per week. So what are you going to do here? You got an oil stock, a natural gas stock, and another oil stock, another natural gas stock. You can sell cash-secured puts for around $5,700 or so. You can follow Mr. Buffett into the oil and gas market. You can start dollar cost averaging into just common stock and start collecting that big dividend check. Should you follow me into an investment? No. No, you shouldn't. Should you follow Warren Buffett into an investment? Well, that's up to you. As always, do your own due diligence, and thanks for listening to My Millennial Investor, the show where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas, market trends, and income streams so you don't have to. I'm your host, Nick Bradley, and we'll see you next week. This podcast is produced and published by Oregon Trail Investor in the USA. All information is for entertainment purposes only. The brand My Millennial Investor is used under license.